It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy tale. Hi, Tanisha. Hi, Daria. How was your week? It's been it's been kind of busy. I know, right? It worked. Oh my mm. gosh! But it makes the day go by fast, so I can't complain. Yeah, that's true. It mm-hmm. does help with the the day going mm-hmm. fast. It does because it when does. it's slow and rainy, it's horrible. Oh my gosh! In the great words of Lady D, horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh goodness, yes. <laughs> Yes, the sun has been feeding my soul this week. Like, I've been getting up with, well, you know, I'm extra sleepy in the morning anyway. But, like, once I get up and get moving since the sun has been out, like, I've been like, ah, I don't feel like I have a cloud in my head. Right, you're so appreciative of the sun. I know, because you know it's going away soon. It's going away tomorrow. It's going to rain tomorrow? Yes. Oh, man, okay. Tomorrow evening. So, if it's sunny in the morning, enjoy it. Soak it up. Take your walk and relax at work. I will, I will, I will. But nothing else has been going on. Um, What did I, we didn't do too much over the weekend, just laundry. We were born this weekend. Oh. I called myself finding a house for us to look at to kill time on Sunday, but they didn't have like, normally they have like the the centers where you can kind of look at them and walk through them, but this subdivision was kind of closed off, so we'll go look at it Saturday. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I pretty I had a, a exciting weekend. See, we switch roles. Good. So, um, I went to the Predators watch party. Um, me, my best buddy from the Best Buddies organization, and um, my son, little bit guy. We went to a watch party, and it was very interesting. Okay. Good game. Okay. A lot of fun, but I love to see people who have had entirely too many adult beverages oh, that's always hilarious. cheer at hockey games mm-hmm. and they're wasted. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. And then um, we had a best buddies walk and we did that. Girl, I got, girl, I got rained on so bad. It like completely messed up my Fitbit. Was that on Sunday? Sunday. Oh yeah, poor. I was like wet, like a little puppy. Mm. Oh, I was so irritated. Like wet, wet. I hadn't been with regular clothes on it was so gross i couldn't wait to get home yeah so but we had fun it was really nice um a lot of stuff to do it was like downtown nashville i can't girl i can't believe all the people that are here oh yes and all the woo girls for their bachelorette parties right on that pickup truck did you see that video of these guys Mm -hmm. imitating all the oh my gosh so so it's this video out of these guys just imitating all the bachelorette parties that come to our city like i think we're like one of the top city destinations for bachelorette Mm -hmm. parties why i don't know but hey they all come in their cowboy boots and get drunk. Girl, I'm going to get me with some of those. bride and bridesmaid shirts on. Right. I am so ready to get me some cowgirl boots. <laughs> They're going to be cute, too. Okay. I'm ready for them. Okay. I hope they don't hurt my pinky toe. I don't know. They I just, I, when I see narrow. cowboy boots, I think of just hot-ass feet. I know, but I'm going to only wear them in the winter. Okay. And I'll probably, ooh, no, because I want to wear them with a dress. You know, Girl, I don't know why I, I love that, that when I see I it. I do not like that look. I like it. Oh, my gosh. You know what? One day I did. I went to a, a company party on the General Jackson, mm-hmm. and I had my little dress on with my little cow. The, the dress that I had on in Memphis mm-hmm. with my little boots. My, it was some booties. Okay. But they weren't 
I was like, ooh, I should have some cowgirl boots. I was going to try to find some knockoffs somewhere, but they're expensive. They are expensive. And I might not like them that much. Ooh, I should go to, like, um, Marty and Liz. I've never seen cowboy boots, cowgirl boots in there. Or maybe Thread Up or something. They may have some. Yeah, now I got to look. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Saturday night we did do um, my... Um, cousin-in-laws um they had a paint night in, oh. at their house um so she did like a taco buffet and we pl- we painted black santa oh that's and it good. was cute we had a good time where is it downstairs it's downstairs on the counter i gotta go look we gotta at it. we gotta hang it up in my water closet because that's where all our art goes from from painting with sit places <laughs> in the water closet in the water closet okay it's our gallery so- Right, so that's like a fancy name for a laundry room. The toilet room. Oh, I thought I saw some in the laundry room too. The angel. I have, yeah, because I he just hadn't changed it over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a good place. The to angel that need a relaxer or yeah. a silk press at this point. Yeah, she needs a silk press. She can stay natural, girl. <laughs> Them roots thick, <laughs> but it's okay. She's cute. That's all that matters. She's cute with thick roots. Yes, very. At least she roots. got edges. That is so true. Mm-hmm. A lot of people out here struggling with their edges. Yep. Mm. Putting monastat on their edges. Oh, and Vicks. Yeah. Girl, for real? Yeah, her Vicks make them grow. I didn't that's, know that. That's, that's a gem that, um, what's her name? She ready. Tamar? No. She ready. Oh. Um, um, hey, what's her name? Tiffany just, Haddish. Yes. She that ready. was a gem yeah. that she dropped. Oh, for people's edges. Yes. The stimulation of that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I guess that. maybe the menthol. The I menthol. Know. You know, yeah. I love menthol. I got edges, summer. though. I know. But, you know, I really want my eyelashes to grow real long, but I can't put that on my eye. Yeah. But I just, yeah. I, I've, like, detox from my menthol products. Okay. <laughs> no more Carmex. But when I when I get a cold, you know I'm getting that Vicks inhaler, and I, I'm not following them instructions at all. Oh, I did see that they've been advertising yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. I always get it. Oh, I never knew it was. Yeah, they've been having it for, like, years. Oh, that little white stick that yeah, you, put, okay. you put in your nose. Yeah, and yeah. I'd be sitting there. I'd be at work like. You look like a fiend. I know, and it feels so good. That and my cough drops. And I will wear some Vicks paper rub to work and not care if people are judging me. Because all the people that come in there, they old anyway. Have so, you, since you like that smell, have you tried the Dr. Bronner's peppermint wash? No, because I don't want peppermint wash to get certain places. No, it's fine. It okay. really is. And it you, you feel good. It might, you know, make other people That's feel right. Good. With that shower head, girl. See, I ain't See, go there. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm just saying. You should try it. Like, it's, I mean, it has like a gazillion other uses, but it's good for body wash as well. And I, a little goes a long way. Girl. As far as lathering But up. you, that just makes, I cannot wait to take a Saturday shower. I live for that. <laughs> I live for that. Can it's I the, say what you be conditioning? No. With conditioner? Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to put some conditioner on there because I don't like for my hairs to feel rough when they do grow because I need it to grow in the wintertime so I won't be cold. Okay. <laughs> Girl, because sometimes you get that wind. Do you put a plastic bag on too? On that. No. Well, you deep condition. No, I just condition it. <laughs> and I'm my Saturday showers are with ritual. Like during the week, we're so busy, hustle and buffle. It's like get in, get out. You know, but the Saturday showers, you lather up like they do in the commercials and you wash and you feel so clean. You know, that's like my time, my relaxation time. So, yeah. Girl. And sometimes, you know, you need to like take care of that. If you got 
a little bit of fuzz. Like you don't have to have like a lot. You don't need too much. You just need enough to keep you warm. Because when that wind kick up, that hawk, you don't need to be like, ooh. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You, you always got on a long coat. Because uh, I know how to dress for the winter. Yeah, that's because you're from exactly. the Blizzard country. Exactly. So we went to TJ Maxx and my husband bought some bath bombs. And I was like, why are you buying them? You're not going to sit in a tub. Girl, he took a bath. Girl, my husband takes baths all the time. This We've had this bathtub for like two years now. Yeah. This it, is his second time being in that tub. Yeah. It's he, over now. Yeah, he, he loves had, it. Yeah, he pulled. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he loves it, but he pulled up. I have a little stool in the bathroom. He pulled up the laptop, had some movies going. <laughs> like he made it a I'm whole telling you, ordeal. You've lost your tub. It's okay. Yeah. I haven't been in it myself in a while. My husband like loves the tub. He mm-hmm. has like a whole, he turns on his little jazz music. He's like completely decompressing. He used to do it like four o'clock in the morning. Really? Filling up that's a, a whole. That's a good time to go. But that's, but I got to listen to him fill up that whole tub. That's true. That's and you, true. Be, you sleep good and then you be like, oh, the tub's being filled up. But you know what? And then I... he got the jazz playing. I used to do that, like, when we um, lived in, in the townhouse, I would take, like, a literal, like, sit-down soap bath, like, every morning, and I would mm-hmm. put my cow gun in there, and, like, it kind of, it got my day started, mm-hmm. even though my husband complained about hearing the water run, but it, like, set me up for a good day. Yeah, so. and he puts his little, whatever, Old Spice Axe bath and body works girl aromatics going yeah he uses that as bubble bath because he don't want to use regular bubble bath so you know because it's a little bit too feminine i'm Mm -hmm. like dude you shouldn't use this kind that's but whatever Mm -hmm. so he's he's set up in that tub he's nice and relaxed with all his jazz music okay Mm -hmm. he doing it real spa like yeah he thinks he's in a spa all the time Oh, goodness. Okay, well, we're about to get into our one of our fairy topics today. Um, we are tying it in. It's October, so it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we, along with, you know, watching Married to Medicine and seeing Contessa go through, you know, making a decision to have a mastectomy, you know, just to try to be ahead a of what may come, even though no one knows for sure. Um, we wanted to touch on um, um, the importance of um, breast cancer and why we need to know about this, especially as women of color. Check your breasts. Check your titties. <laughs> that too. Check your titties. <laughs> um, so we found the article on Madame Noir, and it is called 15 Life-Saving Tips You Don't Know About breast cancer in black women. So the first one is very surprising that black women are at a lower risk of actually getting breast cancer. Um, So that's the good news. Um, Statistics um, gathered by the American Cancer Society show that black women only have a one in nine chance, which is still a high risk to me. Yeah. Um, one in nine chance of developing cancer, breast cancer in their lifetime. Um, and for white women, the risk is one in eight. The caveat to that is when we get it, we're more likely to die from it. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have a, a 41% more higher chance of likeliness to die from breast cancer than white women. Um so we're going to get into how to turn that stat around. 
Okay, so find a doctor who specializes in African-American reproductive health. So um, why are women more likely to die from breast cancer? Pneumolary research suggests part of the reason the difference in African-American women, um, women's reproductive biology, can't talk today. Doctors who specialize in black women's health better understand the role that um, the differences play. I'm waiting on my phone. Okay. <laughs> my straight timed out to like one of them Amazon, you've won something. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Insist on following up. Today, black women have mammograms at the same rate as the majority of the population. But when it comes to follow-up appointments, after abnormal test results, they are still falling behind the pack. So pretty much... When you go to the doctor, you need to follow up. Yes. Don't, don't wait for them to call you. Right. And don't let the fear from from keep you from early treatment that could save your life. And don't believe your doctor is being proactive enough. Go get a second chance. Yes. I mean, second, a second chance. Opinion. A second opinion. Yes. Because that could be your chance to save your life. Like, exactly. not all doctors. I will fire a doctor quick. Yes. So. Yes. Okay, start. And this one kind of surprised me because, you know, the whole time, you know, for us to get it has always been like, get it at 40, get it at 40. So this one states to start your mammograms early. Um, Think you don't start need to get them until 40. I know I think that. Um, Not if you're African-American. A recent study at the University of Chicago found that 40 is too late for many black women. Talk Mm. to your doctor about your risk factors and the ideal age for you to start. So I guess when I go back to have my annual, I will be discussing that, especially since it runs on my dad's side of the family. Okay. So have you ever had a mammogram before? I have not. Okay. So I've had a mammogram before. Years ago. Mm -hmm. Remember when I found them lumps in Mm -hmm. my breast? Okay. So first of all, don't, don't let your friends tell you like the drama about getting a mammogram. Yes, they are going to smash your breast, but it's better to get your breast smashed than for you to go through chemo. And if it helps you like realize that your life is worth it, just go ahead, get the mammogram. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it's painful. Go ahead and deal with it. You gotta I mean, get that's, it. That's a short that's amount life. of pain compared to what a what could happen yeah. and the pain of going through that. Yeah. And your family going through that pain. Right. With you. And the emotional distress. Yes. So follow up with your doctor. Get your mammograms is where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And work it out. Four out of five black women are overweight. And that extra weight leads to higher estrogen levels that increase your risk of developing breast cancer after menopause. Mm. So get that weight off. I know, and it's nothing wrong with, you know, being a fabulous full woman. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it has to be at a healthy weight to keep you healthy. And a lower risk. And a lower risk. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I once I lost weight, my levels pretty much, all my stats pretty much went down. So not only is it good for your tatas, but it's also good just for your overall health, mm-hmm. cholesterol and everything. So just mm-hmm. bring that weight down. Diabetes risk, all of yeah, that. Yeah, everything. All the things that plague us women of color. <laughs> right. And this is another thing that plagues us women with color. Relax. Mm-hmm. We're too busy doing everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to, you know, 
de-stress. Yes. So um, pretty much stress combined with African-Americans' unique genetics could be a source of higher breast cancer mortality rates. So try some yoga therapy, other stress reductions. I've started practicing mindfulness, which is very helpful. Like I feel like every day, maybe not every day, let me be honest about this. Almost every day I see something new that I didn't see the day before Mm -hmm. because I'm constantly thinking, okay, on my route to work, you know, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to look for squirrels. I'm going to look for birds. You know, just the beautiful things in life. I'm going to look at the clouds today. Just whatever it takes to, you know, refresh your mind before you even get in the workplace or whatever you're doing as a caregiver, whatever you're with your kids, just practice mindfulness, try to decompress. Mm -hmm. Okay. Schedule a mammogram every year. While positive social and economic changes have resulted in black women getting mammograms at a higher rate than before, they are still behind in the pack of annual screenings. Um, So what you don't know probably can kill you. What you don't know can hurt you. Yes. So definitely have a standing annual appointment as this can save your life. And then if you're worried about the cost of it, there's all kinds of health fairs Mm -hmm. that do free mammograms. I've even seen like a mammogram truck when we were passing like Planned Parenthood. I was like, oh, okay. But they always, especially in October. So you know that October is breast cancer awareness. Make that your standard appointment. And you know that you're going to go in October to have Mm -hmm. them looked at. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and ask your doctor about triple negative tumors. The most recently discovered threat to black women's breast health are triple negative tumors. They are tough to detect, don't respond to modern treatment, and strike young women um, twice and are twice as likely to affect African-American women. Yeah, I'm going to try to go look for some triple negative tumors. I don't think they look for those. That's the first I ever heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. That might be what it was. Mm-hmm. You want to do next one? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you need help. Okay. You need health insurance now. As a as a group, African-American women are underinsured. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need insurance. But yes. I, I think more women are more insured now because of the changes that they've made in healthcare. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has helped. Um, but we don't know how long that's going to last. Yes, we don't know how long that's going to last. However, right now you still have the little the little wagon, the health fairs and the little mammogram trucks that come around to the community. So take advantage of that. Yes. Um, so signing up for a comprehensive insurance is the best way to keep an annual mammograms from outpricing you and putting you at a health risk. Well, I actually think, you know, those little free buses is a good way too. Mm-hmm. However, because some people just don't have insurance. Um, if insurance is still out of the question, check out these free low cost breast cancer screenings. Basically and I'll put everything in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Cut down on drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, having three or more drinks a day can significantly increase your risk of developing breast cancer, according to recent studies. And the more drinks you have a day, the greater your risk. Mm. So, yeah. That hits a, a lot of people in our community because mm-hmm. they are like, oh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to have this drink. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to drink every weekend. I'm not going to drink no water. What's no, that? I'm going to drink these sodas. Yeah. And, and on top of the increasing your risk for breast cancer, like alcohol ages you. 
Yeah. Some of the things that people do in their lifestyle ages them. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you don't want your black to crack. Right. Cut down on that alcohol. Right. So you can still look good. Exactly. Okay. My phone just. Okay. Know your risk factors. Um, Did you get your period before the age of 12? Does breast cancer run in your family? These and other risk factors increase the chances that you'll develop breast cancer during your lifetime. Share these risk factors with your doctor if they don't ask. That's a good one for me because I know that I got my cycle before I was 12. Mm-hmm. So I'm at risk. Know that you're not too young. If you're black, breast cancer is not not an older woman's problem. It is not. Check with your gynecologist or general practitioner about early screenings and the, and the fact that your young black woman under 40 are more likely to be, to develop breast cancer than white women the same age. Get an app on your phone. It's gonna tell. It's gonna remind you to basically check your breasts at a certain um, day cycle of your period. So that's very important. If you have a problem remembering to do that, you can get an app to help you through that. Mm-hmm. Are you still getting them pop ups from Amazon? I am. <laughs> so okay. Okay, I found it. Self-exams may... Oh, shoot. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) She's got technical difficulties over there. Self-exams may not be enough. Black women, breast cancer tissue is denser. That means that self-exams often miss the small tumors. Don't wait to find a lump to make an appointment with your doctor. Schedule a mammogram to catch the small tumors your fingers miss. So I think when I was about 25... I was doing my breast exam and I started feeling like lumps in my breast. And I was like, okay, like what's going on? Like I was nervous because I had these little lumps in my breast, but come to find out they were not anything to worry about. Or so I've been told, I don't Mm -hmm. think I have cancer or anything, but, um, but they were just like from drinking too much caffeine. And Mm -hmm. so for whatever reason, that's what the doctor said, but you know, they don't always check for our health like they should. Mm -hmm. So I'm most definitely this article and thinking about Contessa made me really think about what I'm going to do with my tatas to make sure that they're not going to kill me. Mm -hmm. So it just pretty much changed everything, but we'll talk about that when we get to our rash reality. Yes. So, and also the self exams, I mean, it's still good to continue to do them because they let you know how your breasts are supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. So if you do feel something that is wrong, it'll stand out. Right. Um, so I know I, I've touched them a lot before I had shady D, but after shady D with the change in, I'm like, I'm really into them now. Cause I'm, I like nightly, I kind of, act like I got a breast lift and play with them and lift them up. So I am very familiar with how they feel. Like like every night. Like every night, every other night, like I stand in the mirror and I lift them up as if I can remember how they used to look. Okay. And I squish them together because I'm like, oh, how would it look if I got, got them lifted and, you know, got a little, made them look fuller, like. Girl, I, mean I don't that. think they look any different than college. Oh, no, they, they're different. Well, you know they're different because yeah, they're yours. Yeah. And we know our body, but. I know. And then if Shady D come in, I'd be like, look at what you did to me. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, mommy. <laughs> mommy, no. Mommy, no. Girl. I under, Well, I don't understand because I don't be doing all that in the mirror. 
Like, cause I can't lift them up like that. My mm-hmm. my hunker. Well, they're they're double D now, so they're slimming down. Okay. However, um, I'm not in the mirror playing with them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not gonna do nothing if I hold my arms up. They don't move. Well, I don't hold my arms up. I just they don't move. Like I that. grab them and then I lift them up. And then I squish them together. That's, I just, that's a wash move for me. Okay. That means I'm washing underneath them or something. Oh <laughs> doing all that. Like, y'all having a moment. Me and my tatas, we cool, but we don't be doing all that. Oh, but that's, yeah. you know, that's your time. I'm I'm lathering. Mm-hmm. and li- Oh, that's when I'm lifting them up. I'm lathering on Saturdays. Oh, yes. My Saturday showers. <laughs> and y'all hate me when we go on vacation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The slowest person. No, it's... That's my time. That's okay. my personal time. Because that's the only day I have. Sunday, you got to go to church. Okay. So I can't really piddle. Okay. Well, if you are a breast cancer survivor, you're not out of the woods yet. Black women have a lower five-year survival rate than white women, regardless of the stage at which breast cancer was diagnosed. So if you are a survivor, you still got to be on top of it and still get your exams, still do the treatment that you're, you may be feeling good, but still do the treatment that your um, physician um, has recommended to you. And also be mindful of your diet and your alcohol intake and all that stuff um, so you can keep it from coming back. Yeah, put that crown back. Yes, put that crown down. Put that crown down. That's a nice look. Put that crown down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you guys have any um, comments or want to check out um, the links that are in the article, I will post them in the show notes. And let's see here. What are we going to get to next here? Okay. So I am really excited about our upcoming date box. Oh. It is about to be the 15th is coming. Yeah, the 15th is coming. The month is coming. So, you know, date box has um, several plans where you can get either a digital box or a physical box. And it has everything all laid out for you to have a wonderful date night. So you may get some recipes or you may get um, a suggestion for a new restaurant. You have an activity that you'll do. You get a playlist sometimes. It's just something different every month for you and your mate to experience together. You and your boo got a date box. You and your boo got a date box. So you can, if you want to try out a date box, we have a promo code. It's not a fairy tale 50 and you get 50% off your very first date box. And it comes pretty quick and I'm sure you and your mate will enjoy it. Okay, it's time to jump into this Russian reality. I know, right? Okay. Um... So I will say I was watching Married to Madison. I watched it yesterday, but I was also cooking and trying to help with homework. So it may be some some empty multitasking. Pieces. Yes. Well, I watched it twice. Okay, but you know, look at you. I watched it twice because it you know came on back to back. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes I get caught up in the wrong thing and I start analyzing personalities versus paying attention to what they really talking about. Mm-hmm. So, where you you want me to start at the beginning? You can start. We can. We just having an open discussion, right? About like two because we just gonna jump all over the place because that's what we do. That's that's just how we talk. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we always catch up. So just follow along, pay attention. Mm-hmm. There'll be a test at the end. 
<laughs> no. Okay. So I'm trying to think where to start off with. Well, you know, the ladies went to Miami. Yes. So um, they went to Miami to um, for Heavenly, Heavenly, Heavenly. Mm-hmm. to like revisit her childhood home to help her deal with her issues that revolve around her childhood. Mm-hmm. And y'all know that I have not always been the biggest fan of Dr. Heavenly. However, like... A lot of questions were answered. A lot of questions were answered. And I have more insight on understanding who she is. And you know it says, like, wise people seek to be... Um, seek understanding versus being understood. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that for her because I was just like, she's crazy. I'm a writer off. But the way this lady was raised was, it was heartbreaking for somebody to be raised like that. Yeah. She was raised in a room. Well, she lived, she be, pretty much stayed in a room with no windows. Mm-hmm. And um, her mom didn't allow them to shut a door or turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. Do you know how crazy you would be? Yeah, if you can't turn off the lights, like, that's just messing with your circadian clock. Right. That's a big word. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, like, that is absolutely bananas to me, like, that she was raised that way. But what really got me and really touched my heart is that she was not allowed to go outside. I understood why, though. Why her mother wouldn't want her to be outside? Because they're in Miami and the crime. The crime. She said it was drug dealers up and down the street. But her sister could go outside. She said her sister could do Yeah, her sister could do all these other things. Heavenly was the smart child. And she pretty much sheltered her from doing normal stuff. Oh, see, I didn't hear her say her sister could go Well, maybe she didn't say that, but I assumed it. Oh, I didn't get that. I I got that they both couldn't go outside because the area was bad. So, I would... As a parent, I if I knew I stayed in a bad area, I would like try to get them into other things where but, they could be with other. Or wouldn't you just take them to the park and yeah, like, that's why I said a, they can do other area. things in other areas. But she yeah. just talked about she never really went outside. I just felt like she was imprisoned, mm-hmm. and so she, that's why she is who she is. And like I can't remember, I think it was Doctor Jackie was like saying, "Well, that's probably why she acts that way because yeah. she hasn't had the normal." She don't have problem solving skills, right? Because she's just pretty much been like fight or flight. Mm-hmm. So she either had one way or the other. Mm-hmm. There's never that in between. Because like if somebody take your ball, you know, you just don't snatch it back. You'd be like, you know, you first learn how to be proper and nice. Hi, can you have? Can I have my ball back? But then you know you say, "Hey, if you give me my ball." You know, you negotiate, you know, you learn different mm-hmm. skills in childhood and she didn't have that. And so that just really gave me a lot of insight on why she's so hellish sometimes yeah. because she's been through a lot she and has. I really don't think she's ready to deal with it. I don't think she's ready to really open up and receive everything because it's so painful for her. I still feel like there's a shell up. Like, I mean, it's going to be. I mean, it's a process to work through. Like, just seeing how she reacted to seeing the room where her father died. Like, it's a lot of layers she is going right. to have to get through. But at least she's she went back to know this is why and this is what I need to work on. So I feel like it's with anybody, it's an ongoing process. So yeah. when she talks about Heavenly being on her journey, she is she is she's really on a journey. journey. Yeah. I just wonder if she's going to be able to. It's it's almost like she's closed off to even receiving that she needs the help. Like, even though she's opening up and telling her story about her life, she's still so de- 
um, defensive. Well, it's not going to change overnight. And she yeah. is open if she's seeing a somewhat, I guess he professional. Girl, he's a I pro- mean, he got her to the point to say, hey, why don't you go back home to revisit that? That's so true. I feel like she's starting to do the, the real work of it. Yeah. You know, I kind of like Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> you just like her messiness. I mean. You like people who you really want to be like. But no, you can't do it because you have a be messy. You like Chad? But Chad really isn't messy. He just say crazy stuff. Okay. So, anyways, moving on. Um, Dr. Heavenly, I just like her and Daddy. But you know what? I just still think, like, she's calling that dude Daddy. Like, when I was looking but at I her. But I feel like she just kind of. When I see them together and like her role with him, like she lives into that old school role. And back in the day, people used to call their husbands but daddy. She, but she says that her father used to beat her too. Oh, I didn't hear her say yeah, that. Yeah, she said that her, her dad would her like s- pop pop them and he had like he would come back from the military and he would have all these crazy rules. And yeah. So she probably had a smart mouth too. Yeah. But that doesn't. that. Let me scoot back. That doesn't mean that she gets popped, but you know, in I mean, our I'm culture, not my child. I know that. But, you know, <laughs> in the other world, we're not supposed to pop our kids. You okay, know? whatever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think there's something. I'm waiting to see what else we're gonna discover with her journey mm-hmm. because I think there's something there with her father. It probably is. And, I mean, especially if he had that strict military background and he wanted to rule the house like that. That. That is an issue. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Um. So then what else happened? Well, Contessa, mm-hmm. she went and she had her surgery. Mm-hmm. And that lady is so strong. She like, she's like that morning, like everything was so normal. I was like, look, like I had, that's why I had to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so she got up and I could tell the way she was whipping up mm-hmm. them pancakes that she was like, you know, like stressed out, mm-hmm. like weird about it. You can it. see it on her you face. You can see it on her mm-hmm. face, but she still, like when the kids came on, she was like, hey, mommy, you know, she may not be home when you first get, you know, she kind of laid it out. And I was like, she's doing so good. I would be somewhere crying when I told my kids that, you know, like, cause I know what I'm about to endure, but she just was handling it. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, I was like, she's military a, training. Right, that's, I was like, she's a boss. Mm-hmm. So, so she went to have her surgery and um, she had to go drop off the kids and her dad called, which I thought was super yeah, sweet. And that yeah. was a moment. And that probably meant the world to her yes, for her dad did. to call her mm-hmm. and talk to her. Because one, he had to wake up. Two, he was thinking about her. And he remembered that she was going to go through with the surgery that day. So I was really happy about that. Okay. I had a question while I was watching this. Why wasn't her husband driving? She probably needed to drive. She's, she's, think about it. Think about how we are. Okay. So we want to keep our minds straight. So we're going to drive to entertain our minds because we don't want to deal with it. She probably need to drive to keep from crying because she needed something to focus on. That's true. So I was feeling her with that driving thing. You know, no, I, I hate to drive. drive. I want to drive. You know, I hate to drive, but sometimes I feel like take my mind off of it because in your mind, like, you had a baby, and I'm pretty sure you had a lot going on. But when you're about to get, like, cut on and organs and stuff, well, she's not getting organs. But, you know, when you're having mm-hmm. surgery, your mind goes in a gazillion places. Because you like, okay, what if I die? What do, You know, you're thinking about everything. So I'm pretty sure you were thinking about that, too. I did. Think about all that stuff. So you just needed some somewhere to put your mind, and I'm going to drive. 
And then the daddy took the kids in school. See, and I would have done it the other way so I could sit and, you know, you know, be with the kids or sit and talk to the kids, you know, kind of face to face or turn around and, you know, have that interaction with them before I went under. And I would have walked them to the school. Yeah, but, you know, maybe, but, you know, if she would have done all that, she might have missed the call from her dad. That's, but didn't he call? Did he call while they were walking into the school? She, she called, he called when they were, she was sitting in the car waiting for him to get back in the car. Oh, okay. And so they may have had that conversation on the way to the school, you know, like, she seems like she's very open with her kids. No, she made it seem like it was, like she was going in, you know, for something that was, she was turning around, which she was, but she played it like it was something extra minor. She didn't tell them. Right. But yeah. she's still very open to mm-hmm. like even talk to them. Some people don't tell their kids nothing. Oh, they need to know something, you know, right. something is going on, especially because in the preview, you see them, she laying in the bed and they kind of jumping all over her. Like them kids are active. Yeah. 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 I would have cussed one of them and be like, y'all don't get off of me. Because right. even like when my grandmother, she just had like a minor outpatient thing. And I had to tell Shady D, like, you can't be jumping on grandma because she just, you know, they don't cut on her just a little bit. And it kind of scared her, but she understood why. So she was being extra gentle. Yeah, I think she time. just doesn't want to concern her kids because yeah. she grew up with her mom being sick all the time. Mm-hmm. So she just didn't want to even give them that yeah. worry. And I and I totally appreciate and I, that. And I have, you know, a, ca- a kid that I got, well, I got to get my thoughts out. I have a child that I inherited through this beautiful thing called marriage. And if I was going to have... If, even at 14, if I was going to have that procedure done, I would not tell him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when I was in the hospital in December, it was like, oh, no, she has to play. She's going to die. Like, she's going to die. Like, I know she's going to die. She's not coming home. Like, that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. So, it depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. He's a worry ward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to know your kid. That's true. That is true. That is true. Because they were still happy, and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else happened? I just remember Contessa and Heavenly. Um, well, Mariah and her oh, husband yes. and her little girl, they all went out to dinner. That they was had the, the birds and bees mm-hmm. talk. Which, I mean, they did it in a nice, nice, safe space. It seemed like it was very laid back. And I liked that her husband was like, you know, where the way I grew up, like, we didn't talk about things like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you just grew up and... Things magically happen, you know, so I'm glad that he is, and it looked like he had a very open conversation with mm-hmm. her. And did he tell her she can't date till she like 21? Yeah, he told her <laughs> that. But you know, that's what you always tell your daughters. You know, you always tell them, hey, you can't date. But you know they're going to date. You of know they're going to have a boyfriend. But I really think she's ready to date. I don't think she's ready to I date. do. I think she's ready to date. She's asking a lot of, like, she has well thought out questions. Yeah. So that lets me know that she's like, uh, okay, my friends are dating and she's wanting to dress different. Mm-hmm. You know, she's at that. I think she just, she's at she that knows stage. she looks like a little girl. So she kind of want to bump it up just a notch to right. let people know that she's a push up bra and some pads and then, you know, some hips and a booty. You can buy that all. You can buy it all. But you know, Mariah ain't gonna look. I know, no, no, no. Well, you know, the look not the not the surgery, 
But you know them little padded things you can no, see at the hair store. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. She's no. she's just I a mean, freshman. Yeah, she needs But to it's a lot of pressure. Be happy to look. in her own skin. And it's very hard to do that freshman in high school. Think about how hard it was for us. Then you got these girls walking around with these fake bodies, fake teeth, fake hair, fake everything. And we can't compete with them because we like natural born. Okay. I mean You I, don't think so? Can you imagine? Well now no. Right. No. Could no, you imagine? They don't even look like regular high school. No, they look like, like Muppet could, babies. Yeah, like we we look our age. Right. We could wear ponytails and, and not get talked few, about. Yeah, it was a few that looked like super grown, but for the most part, everybody looked their right. Age. It's always that real tall chick. Yeah, yeah, but it ain't. Now they all like built up. Like I know. And oh, some like of them, video I mean, girls. Yeah, and then I'll be looking at them like on the bus stop, and I'll be like, why you look like you don't busted out like three kids? Like, your body should not look like this at, at your age. What you talking about, they bellies? Yeah. Girl, that's that, uh, that sugar. All that, that sugar. Corn, high fructose yeah. corn syrup. Yeah, like they, mm, we don't look like that. No. I was stout. I mean, you were stout, but no, I mean. No, like, I didn't, have, I didn't have no belly. I just had. Breast butt and butt. And booty, yep. Right, for days. Who, girl? I miss that body. I got some sexy pictures at 12. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm, I was stout at 12. What you talking about? I was 12 years old, looking 12 years old. I just, you know, I just, you know, I used to um, put mayonnaise on my breast. Um, <laughs> you didn't ever do that? Said, no, I did not. Girl, I used to put mayonnaise on them and I used to massage them. That's when I was probably lifting them up and playing with them. Mm-hmm. I was doing my little test to test my breasts but i was putting mayonnaise on them and praying for lord please let them grow in between eighth grade and high school because this girl at my other school the year before her name was latarsha and she had like all the dudes and i just figured i need those i needed those breasts them jokers grew they grew real good that mayonnaise does good okay <laughs> that might be able to lift them up girl no, don't put some, no you don't think no, that's gonna work no no no, okay. those were your genetics. Yeah, because my mama stout like that too. Mm-hmm. She got hips though. I don't have no hips. Mm-hmm. So mm, I wish I had hips. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, we yes. were talking about um, we were talking about Mariah and her daughter, and I like that Mariah is like you know you par- you are gonna date and you just gotta be on the lookout for f- fuck boys. That's yeah. really all you need to be on the lookout for because they gonna try you. They will. And they just going to put your stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Can, can, can you imagine being a high schooler now? I can't. I would hate my life. But we, we don't know any better. I know. That's but I would, thing. My, I would hate my life. Right. They, like, my little big guy, he is, like, stuck on Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. he can't get rid of it. I'm like, dude, we're here trying to have some time together, and you're stuck on this phone. Put that phone down. Why and don't so, you just take it? Well, I... You know, he's growing into himself. He's always getting things taken from him. So I need him to to have control over himself. So you need to know, like, to put the phone down. Okay. How's that working for y'all? It's working. If we tell him to put it down. Okay. But just for him to voluntarily put it down, you know they ain't going to do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But just to take it away, I think that's a little much. I have to go through his DMs and see what they've been talking about. Because, you know, kids, they be talking about some. I know. They be in them group chats. And I'd be like, Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm. Little girls. I'm so scared. I'm It'll so be scared. okay. Because you're raising her right. I mean, I, I I think I am. But we just never know. You never know. 
but she's covered and you know that you will knock her down. I will. And she knows that you'll knock her down. Yes. And not only you, but I bet your husband will knock her down if yes. she gets in trouble. And that's what's really going to put her in shape. Because oh, yeah. you know how their relationship is like two peas in a pod. And your grandma, she might actually yell at her. <laughs> That will be, she will probably have to be checked in somewhere because she done had a nervous breakdown because Amma done yelled at her. That's true. Because you know, she get out of line. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. So. Okay. Okay. What else? Um. Ah, um, oh, they showed. Oh, I got a question. So, so, um, heaven, not heavenly. Mariah's husband's not her dad, her daughter's dad, right? Yeah. No, it's not. Why you say that? I don't think that's her daddy. Remember, that was a, a couple of seasons ago. But she's young. Didn't they have the boy first? I don't know. Because I thought it, she had been adopted. No. She got, it's something about her getting adopted. I, Even on the... um. I don't know who came first. If the son is first, then maybe. But we never see the son. They showed him on this past episode. Where was he at? He was sitting next to the daughter. Girl wasn't paying attention. Okay. I was analyzing something else. Because I remember her saying pretty much her and her husband got married because she got pregnant. Hmm. So I assumed it was her daughter because I never knew they had a a son until really this episode. Because they showed the baby picture of her. Because wasn't it something with the girls was going to tell them a secret? She was going to tell the secret about her her daughter or maybe it was her, about her son oh well i mean if simone says she delivered her i know but that doesn't mean that that's the baby daddy you can deliver anybody okay i don't know i well we're gonna clear that up because yeah. i want to know did i, I just know. get that wrong okay i like that when contessa was on her way that they she talked to dr jackie prior to and making her mm-hmm. decision i was like well yeah she really hasn't told anybody but when she when they showed dr jackie i was like okay that makes sense yeah so um what else she probably didn't want to tell them anyway they yeah, so judged yeah, yeah 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 why are you cutting your breast off look i these things can kill me even though she tested negative for the um genetic testing but She's got the right to cut them yeah, off, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. Um, what else? They showed Quad talking to her friends that were in the marriage group. And it kind of, tr- I think it was, was it um, Toya that was saying that Quad is saying one thing and Dr. G is saying another? Because her and Eugene were talking about it. Because mm-hmm. they were saying Dr. G was like, you know, he's reached out, you know, offered to take her on a trip so right. they can work mm-hmm. on it and all that stuff. But she said she didn't like none of the places. That was Eugene that was saying that. Yeah. So, yeah. But then again, she's saying he's never apologized for anything. So, she probably would feel some type of way about going with somebody who can't take responsibility for what he did they have done you know so we'll see how that all pans out we know the bulk of how it all pans out um and i think that was about it yeah it was just toya and eugene talking about standing there with their champagne talking about the house and how toya hasn't really told anybody about the house because you know everybody is so judgmental and then she brought up contessa talking about them having that party and i'm gonna need her to First of all, she lives in the past too much. 
Girl, that was like last season. Can you can you get with what she did to you this season and what you feel she did to you? Yeah. Like, yeah. let that go. Yeah. Do you not she doesn't she don't have nothing else to do. A idle mind is the devil's playground. That's all she got to concentrate on. Okay. Find your life, please. She need to get it together. Okay. And I think that's about it. It wasn't it was a good episode. It wasn't too heavy. I did you did you see the part when um they were with Heavenly's friends? Oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Okay. So how do you how do you don't get to go outside but you got friends? Well, it's probably friends that she had in school. Oh, okay. So yeah. she had friends in school, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were like, Well, that's just how she is. I think they're like condoning that poor behavior. I don't think they're condoning it, but they just they, that's who they know. And they don't know of anything her to be. Different. Yeah. Just like we know people who are who they are. And it's not that we are condoning their behavior. That's just who they are. And we know how to deal with them accordingly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And we've been friends for a long time. So I get it. Yeah. So you, you're more accepting of it when you've known them a long time. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. Because you get caught up in the fact that, you, oh, we've been friends since high school. We've been friends since middle school. We've been friends since elementary school. But then you forget, like, you're not a good friend. So maybe they just don't know no better. Well, I mean, they didn't say that she wasn't a good friend. But well, they she, were saying, this is how she talks, you know. Like, it's But this I'm pretty sure she's the us. same kind of friend to them, though. Well, she, they, she said she hadn't talked to them in a long time. Oh. So... I missed that part. Yeah. She said they hadn't talked in a while, but they were her friends from high school. And it looked like when they sat down and talked, it was just like they picked up where they left off. Yeah. That's how friendships are. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that was it for the episode for the most part. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty much about Contessa and Heavenly. Heavenly, Yeah. Which is, ties us. Hmm? Are we playing footsies? You you playing footsies. I'm sorry. (laughs) My foot is on your side though. I'd be looking for warmth. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that pretty much is the the show yeah yeah yeah. so it was kind of sad this this um episode Mm -hmm. i was feeling sad Mm -hmm. because she was going through the surgery Mm -hmm. and then i was feeling bad about heavenly and her life Mm -hmm. her childhood was horrible yeah Yeah. so i have some insight to you heavenly yeah i'll give you a break a little bit yeah and on Contessa, I was watching BET last night and they have their whole breast cancer awareness campaign. And the commercials have been really good. Like they showed this one lady and they actually showed like her chest mm-hmm. and where she had, you know, the mastectomy and everything. And I like the message that she had, like your breasts are not you who make you, you right. know, and I, I, I really enjoyed that commercial. Like it's other ways that. I can be pleased. There are other ways that make me a woman. So this is not my only focus. You know, my focus is keeping my life. Yeah. So. And, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I was like, I don't know if I, well, the last episode, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I mean, I would do it, of course, to save my life, but it would be very hard to make that decision. They're going to go, but, you know, like. Just the emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. I don't have boobies anymore. But at least I could pick out whatever size I wanted my boobies exactly. to be. And they would be perky. Exactly. So I've been looking at the positives. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, now we're going to get into our business buzz. And I found this lady. Well, this lady found me. Found us on um, Instagram. And it is Date Coach Sharon. 
And you can find her on um, DateCoachSharon.com. And she, if you DM her, you can get a free 30-minute consultation. And she is assisting singles that are 25 and up to reach their relationship goals. Oh, that's nice. So, it's, shoot, I wish I could have had somebody to work with me. Right, because I need her to do a background check I and know. all kinds of she stuff. She probably don't do all that, but she but probably you know tunes those... in to you right, but and remember, what you're looking for. You know that one show that used to come on? Patty. Patty. She drove that Mini Cooper. No. She was on another show. She had like a Mini Cooper. Ooh, I can't think of the name of the show. I'll keep thinking. We'll keep talking. I'll okay. Keep thinking. What, what channel did it come I on? I don't remember. Well, I remember I used to watch the uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. And I think she came on Bravo with Patty. No, this is a black girl. Oh, I didn't know it was a, a black girl. Yeah, one. she was on a show. Because I know she was another black show. lady who did the show on Bravo. She's also a dating coach where they were um, in Italy. So she's another one. But dating coach Sharon or Sharon, date coach Sharon. Um, so reach out to her on datecoachsharon.com and um, you can DM her again for a 30-minute consultation. And maybe she'll help you. Find your love and hit I your know. relationship goals. Call her. I know. I wonder what good advice she has. I know she probably got some good advice. I know. I know. I find this okay. Um, do you have a fairy moment? Um, no, I don't okay. have any fairy moments. Okay. It was pretty much um it's been busy for us. We hadn't really had a lot of time together. Oh, well. Well, I, well, my fairy moments consist of cleaning house. Like, they don't be all that exciting. I don't have any fairy moments. What you got, girl? Okay, I don't have one, but I'm just going to do a quote from Marriage 365. And um, let me find a really good one. Okay. Your spouse needs to know that you're that you you too are on the same team fighting for them, not against them. I'll read it again. Your spouse needs to know that you're on the same team fighting for them, not against them. So marinate on that. Mm-hmm. And um, for the next two weeks, we are going to be out of town. Yes. Um, however, we are going to, as long as technology lets us, hit you with a couple of bonus episodes. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that. And if technology jacks us up, then just please feel free to catch up on all our previous episodes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so this one will be out um, when you listen to it. And mm-hmm. for the following two weeks after that, um, just be on the lookout for some bonus material. Yes. So you can catch us. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spreaker, um, and anywhere that you listen to your podcast. And um, you can catch us on Instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale. Um, and if you want to send us a fairy topic or a business buzz or a fairy moment where we shout out our partners for the good that they do, be it big or small, um, you can send that to it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook at it's not a fairy tale. So we'll see you, talk to you guys later. You have yeah. fun on your trip. And you have fun on yours. Girl, I can't wait, girl. I know. It's time to I can't wait to burn up in the sun. I know.
but not burn up girl first of all that mexico tan is like no other like i love that shade it was like i was glowing yes well except for them zebra stripes on my back oh gosh it took a year for those to go away about a a little bit over a year so yes i'm looking forward to my mexico tan yeah because it'll last me until the spring at minimum your feet gonna be brown skin though girl dark brown skin my feet gonna be from the motherland I don't know why you tearing like that. I'm weird. Yeah, we're all weird. Weird. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.